This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, sure, we have to worry about the COVID-19 pandemic or the COVID-20 or 21 or 22 plus or wherever we're at on the COVID spectrum. Sure, we have to worry about monkeypox. Sure, we have to worry about, you know, the Asian murder hornets. Sure, sure, we have to worry about all that. I got it. But now, now we're, we're, I think we're at a step too far. All right, now we have to worry about jumping worms, okay? It's an invasive worm species known for its voracious appetite and ability to jump in the air. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to worry about jumping worms. Now, officially, they're called... Amanthus agrestis. Of course they are. And of course, that's what they go by. When you see Asian jumping worms or the Alabama jumper or crazy snake worm, you immediately think Amanthus agrestis. Yeah. And so initially they were spotted in Wisconsin across uh, the New England area in 2013. And now the worms have spread westward into dozens of states. (laughs) (laughs) Now, they were just spotted in California, so now I guess we have to worry about them. So, the worms can grow up to about 8 inches long. They have a milky white band around their dark body, are distinctive for their theatrical behavior. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, that theatrical behavior, including wild movements. Even, well, they detach body parts. Uh, They're also hermaphrodites, so they can reproduce without mating, and they produce cocoons at the soil surface. (laughs) You still have a problem with them? I didn't think so. They're extremely active, aggressive, (laughs) and have, as I stated earlier, voracious appetites. So they jump and thrash immediately when handled, uh, more like a snake than a worm. And when you look at them, if you see the video... Uh, it is, they look like, uh, they look like a family of snakes, really. Do snakes have families? Yeah. And so I would just, uh, you know, be careful out there. And, uh, immediately when you find the Alabama jumpers or the crazy snake worms, whatever you want to call them, just know that immediately you're going to think to yourself, oh my gosh, those are the Amanthus agrestes. And... I think we need to find a way to destroy them at any cost. I'm sure my friends at PETA will be against this, but uh, I say no. Uh, We need to destroy them. We are the humans. We need to destroy them now. Several experts have recommended uh, several strategies to detect and eliminate the worms, including using mustard pour, a mixture consisting of water and yellow mustard seeds over the soil to drive out any worms to the surface and covering moistened soil with a sheet of transparent polyethylene 
for two to three weeks until the soil temperature exceeds 104 degrees for at least three days, destroying the worm's cocoons. Yeah, cooks them and kills them. Okay, uh, no problem. I'm okay with that. I don't want to have to worry about... Emmons' Agrestes. Maybe it's just me. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Now we have another asteroid to worry about. I can't. I, I'm, I'm tired of worrying about this stuff. I'm almost ready to say, just, just hit the earth. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. I'm just joking. So a large asteroid that could measure 10 times taller than the Statue of Liberty is set to make a close, eh, but they claim safe, approach to our planet on the 27th of May, 2022. Now, today, at the point of this recording, it is the 24th of May, 2022, for those of you listening live. The asteroid, known as 7335-1989JA, just, a, I mean, rolls right off the tongue, is scheduled to come as close as 2.5 million miles to the Earth at 1026 a.m. Eastern, on May 27th, which is a Friday. That's according to NASA's Center for Near-Earth Studies, the CNEOS shows. Oh, okay. Now, you know, at, at this point, the space rock is going to be zooming past our planet at about 47,200 miles an hour. <laughs> It'll be, uh, you know, it's moving. It's doing a little bit of distance. And it's, uh, you know, I know it's close by, uh, you know, space standards, two and a half million miles. So we're still, you know, really we're okay. Uh, that's what they say. All right. I know. I know. They claim we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. They say that there are 29,000 near earth objects or NEOs that scientists have discovered to date. The majority of which are asteroids. That's the term used to prefer to refer to any astronomical body that passes within around 30 million miles of our planet's orbit. Uh, more than 2,200 of these NEOs, including 7335-1989JA, are currently classified as potentially hazardous given their estimated size and orbits. So it should be fine. But I would say, you know, uh, 10.30 on the 27th of May, 2022, keep your head up. Uh, I don't know what good it would do, <laughs> uh, but I'll keep your head up anyway, just so you know. Yeah, I'm looking to the sky and it's looking like it's going to hit Earth. At least you'll be prepared. So if you don't want to be prepared, don't look. Just go about your day and... Then, what was that sound? Ah, it's just the asteroid 7335-1989JA coming into our atmosphere and exploding into the Earth. That's it, though. Don't worry about it. And then, uh, you know, after 10.30, 10.35-ish, if you're still, you know, standing in line at the Starbucks, eh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and get that latte. Well, unless you're in Russia, because uh, you won't have uh, Starbucks to stand in line at. The coffee chain is going to fully exit the Russian market several days now uh, after McDonald's sold its Russian business. I don't know that we mentioned that. I've had it in my show sheet for a while, but McDonald's is pulling the plug out of Russia as well. 
Wow. According to this, uh, Russia is not a significant market for Starbucks, which you know, derives less than 1% of its revenue from its 130 locations in the country. The first Russian Starbucks opened in a Moscow-area shopping mall in 2007. So, don't worry about it. It means nothing. <laughs> That's just another company pulling out of a country. That's all. Don't worry about it. So, if you, if you were planning on standing in line uh, at Starbucks and uh, waiting to see if the uh, asteroid 7335... 1989JA, I think, uh, is going to hit the earth. You're going to have to find another coffee shop because uh, there's not one in Russia anymore. Sorry, it's not me. I didn't make the call. Sure wish we'd come to an end of this uh, Russia-Ukrainian world war that we seem to be in or seem to want to be in. I mean, we know that uh, they have already they've already predicted a global food crisis. Uh, in 10 to 12 weeks because Russia has blocked almost all the ports. Uh, so the maritime opportunities to export food, uh, you know, grain, barley, <laughs> you know, stuff that we use. <laughs> uh, we won't be able to make our food with that kind of stuff. Uh, well, that needs to end. I And we just keep continuing to talk about what we're doing. I mean, they talked about us drawing up plans to sink the Russian Black Sea Fleet. Okay, so I get it. We're helping them out. We don't, let's not talk about it. We're just, I mean, I wish the great uniter, our president, who ran on unity, <laughs> would do something. We've, there's got to be a deal to be had. Let's make a deal. I'm not talking about the game show. Let's just, well, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Let's go before... Uh, Zelensky and Putin and say, you got three curtains. Curtain Behind curtain number one is this. Behind curtain number two is this. Behind curtain number three is this. Pick one and let's move on. Please. That'd be great. Wouldn't it? It would be for me. But apparently that's not what we want. We want to be in war. We want to, we've got Ukraine and Russia. We've got Taiwan that's going to be breaking out here soon. Uh... <laughs> Sure, I mean, they sure pushing for it. We're sending soldiers back into Africa. We talked about that the other day. Uh, you know, enough, enough. Let's stop beating the war drums and start taking care of America. <laughs> oh man, I sometimes I I crack myself up because that's just stupid. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. <sighs> Reminder to follow me on uh, my social media accounts Twitter at JeffyJFR, Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio, Getter, I guess, is still alive at JeffyJFR. I don't know if Parlor or Truth, they're still up and running in there. I still, I don't know that I actually have an account on Truth yet. The last time I tried to log in, it was some gigantic number. So hopefully that's been resolved and maybe at some point I'll try to get back into Truth. And then, <laughs> although, you know, it sounds weird coming from me because that means I'd have to get back into Truth. Hey, not really sure that I want to do that especially now i mean i see where uh we have uh, hurricane season uh coming up june 1st which you know i always 
while I remember that it is hurricane season, it's also my daughter's birthday. So yes, my daughter was born on the first day of hurricane season. Huh. And summer is coming up too. It's a uh, days away. And with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built bars are the perfect snack to take with you for things like family vacations. Or, you know, if you're putting together a hurricane safety box, maybe you throw in a bunch of built bars in there, put them in your bags, put them in your kids' backpacks. Just make sure everyone has a bar or bars, plural, because you're going to need more than one. So you want, because you want to be fueled for your summer adventures. Uh, yeah, I know. The best part about Built Bars, they're both healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing taste for healthiness. Because with Built Bars, you get both. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And all you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means when you snack, oh yeah, you're snacking healthy and actually enjoying it in the process. And I don't know if you've tried the puffs yet, but they are awesome. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Hello, who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? <laughs> and they're only 140 calories. Built Bar makes sure that there's something for everyone. Check them out today. Go to built.com, use promo code Jeffy, and get 10% off your order. Promo code Jeffy at built.com. Gets you 10% off. Built.com, promo code Jeffy. Built.com. Congratulations to Conan O'Brien. He sold his digital media company, Team Coco, to Sirius XM for about $150 million. <laughs> wow. Uh, under the deal, Conan, uh, Conan's show needs a friend, or Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Team Coco's flagship podcast will make the leap to Sirius XM's podcast network along with Team Coco's network of 10 other podcasts, including Rob Lowe's Parks and Recollection, Nicole Byer's Why Don't You Date Me, uh, O'Brien himself signed a five-year talent agreement and will produce a comedy channel for the satellite radio company. Team Coco's staff of about 50 employees will join Sirius. I didn't realize Nicole was a part of Conan's uh, Team Coco. That's awesome. She's really great. We've talked to her here on Chewing the Fat as well. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, ranked 26th among all podcasts by weekly listeners in quarter one of this year. That's just a little bit more than this particular show. Congratulations to Conan. And he even said, uh, he was quoted as saying, when I started in television, my ultimate goal was to work my way up to radio as it should be. Okay. I mean, money is being spent on these podcasts. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's Sirius's largest investment in the podcaster space. Spotify has already made huge investments in that space, along with, you know, of course, the most uh, famous one is the deal with Joe Rogan, which is, I guess, $200 million, but I don't know that anyone's actually uh, aware of the real deal with that. Uh, you know, according to them, they project ad revenue to exceed $4 billion by 2024. And that's with, you know, 1.4 billion in revenue in 2021. So, I mean, I would like to have a little cut of that. <laughs> I do have just a little bit of cut of that. I'd like to have a little bit bigger piece of that, uh, 
podcast a projected $4 billion revenue, you'll take what you get, Jeff, and you'll be happy with it. Okay? All right. Congratulations to Ye, who has partnered with McDonald's. And I say congratulations to Ye because that's his name. They keep dead naming him in all these stories. I don't know how many times I've got to say it, but it's pissing me off. All right. The headline is Kanye West partners with McDonald's. Who? I don't know who that is because he changed his name to Ye. Okay. So the singular image of a McDonald's food package has been posted on West's Instagram page. It's garnered over 700,000 views in under an hour. He teams up with legendary Mujai, industrial designer Nayato Fukawasha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Naoto Fukawasawa? Amorphophallus. To reimagine uh, McDonald's packaging. It's the, the caption posted next to the image. Uh, and it says here, West also known by the name of Ye. Yeah, he changed his name. That's why he's also known by that. Okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, congratulations to uh, Ye for uh, partnering up with McDonald's. Just another, another few bucks for Ye to... Uh, rake in congratulations appreciate it it means a means a lot to all of us because we need to reimagine all the mcdonald's packaging and their promotions and the whole thing uh chip making giant broadcom uh is in talks to acquire vmware and what would be among the biggest tech deals ever <laughs> only worth about 60 billion dollars is that would that be big chip then i mean are we concerned about uh the uh Big chip taking over? Apparently not. Guess not. And I want you to know that uh, unions are now involved in the video gaming business. In a 19 to 3 vote, uh, quality assurance testers for the Activision Blizzard subsidiary Raven Software won their bid for a union earlier this week. Uh, first, for a major North American video game publisher, the National Labor Relations Board accused Call of Duty maker Activision, currently finalizing that $69 billion deal to be acquired by Microsoft, of illegally threatening employees with its strict social media policies. So, anyway, congratulations to, uh, to them. We shall see how the old unionization works out for them, because, you know, Lord knows we need more unions in the world, don't we? Right. Another, I mean, this is a congratulations segment. Congratulations to Logan Paul, who has announced that he's going to be running for president of the United States of America. Congratulations, Logan. Good luck. I wish you all the best. Well, sure, he can't run right now because he's only 27 years old. He's going to run for president in 2032. He's already got his eyes set on that election. He said, I've got a job for my brother Jake as Secretary of Defense. And uh, so I'm going to really just those are my those are my aspirations. I'm looking to be you know, president of the United States. And uh, I really think that, uh, you know, I know it sounds absurd. You know, I haven't even had a chance to mature into my adult life. So... I've been learning and experiencing and just absorbing knowledge and, uh, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. I just think I'd be a good leader one day. And I think the presidential spot needs a bit of a fresh take. 
<laughs> you think? I Yes, he does. He thinks. He thinks the country could use a person who is a little bit more nuanced, a little bit more innovative, and a little bit more authentic. And I think a lot of politicians fall short. Do they? <laughs> uh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. So good luck, Logan. I hope you uh, hope it works out for you. And uh, let's see if you're on the ballot in 2032. Get that nomination and live in large. Good luck. God bless. Plus, Jake is Secretary of Defense. I mean, if I'm Jake, I, mean, I want to be Secretary of State. Let me travel around the world and uh, deal with some of the world leaders and take care of a little you know, Secretary of State business and business. But uh, I guess, hey, look, you'll take Secretary of Defense and you'll zip it. So, okay. And of course, we're still winding down the Depp Heard trial. And if you didn't think it could get uh, even stranger, we had the doc yesterday that didn't know Marlon Brando was dead. And I mean, all the pictures show Johnny Depp just covering his head. Just amazing. But we also know that we're going to get Kate Moss to testify in the trial and I think Depp is going to retake the stand so just when you thought it was over and we're winding down and let's wrap this thing up nope we're going to get just a little bit weirder but I will say things are looking pretty good for Johnny Depp just my call I don't know how it's going to turn out obviously but it does seem that uh, Amber should have fired her team long ago Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Just when you thought they were gone, they're back. They keep pulling you back in. And this time, they're pissed. So we found out last week that Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey uh, is going to try to have a big comeback tour this coming fall. And they're going to feature a live interaction show called The Greatest Show on Earth. Er which will offer incredible feats that push the limits of human potential and create jaw-dropping moments. This is what Field Entertainment, the company that owns the circus, said. Now, they're going to remove animals from the shows. And I guess they think that that's going to make things better without being, you know, having the animal rights activists all over them. I know they've had all kinds of claims uh, with animal rights activists on the animals being mistreated and elephants were removed from the show in 2016. That was earlier than they had originally planned, but they won a case or at least settled a case with the humane society against, uh, you know, animal cruelty and mistreatment. And they won uh, the humane society paid field entertainment, $15.75 million in a settlement. 
That was way back in 2014. And yet they still are going to, you know, come after him for animal cruelty and mistreatment. I don't, I don't know. But originally, I don't know why they, you know what, uh, what's his face? The head of Field Entertainment, the CEO, Kenneth Feld. It's not Field, it's Feld. I apologize. My deepest, sincerest apology. Kenneth Feld is the chairman and CEO of the company. He uh, said that as passionate stewards of Ringling, we are committed to creating a lifestyle brand that connects with families and sparks real fun 365 days a year through live performances, digital contact, content, consumer products, school curricula, youth circus arts programs, and more. I love that. There's always and more. Now, I would say that we need to spend more time on the digital content. Just post your acts on TikTok and make some money there and drive everybody to, you know, circus.com or the greatest show on earth.com. No, that's too long. Uh, you know, the, the GSE.com. So they're going to put a global search if you've got talent and think you're, you know, worth it and you're not already working for Cirque du Soleil, uh, the global search for talent will be conducted with rehearsals for the greatest show on earth in June 2023, according to this press release. Wait, this show is set to premiere September 2023, so we're not even talking about this fall. We're talking about next fall. So they're busy just, I guess, you know, putting stuff together. Kenneth, Kenneth Feld, sir. Call me, uh, call me, you know what? Email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com. We'll figure it. I will gladly help you out. Okay. I just think that we need to get over maybe taking the future shows on the road. Maybe you have, you try to work a deal with Vegas. Uh, maybe oh, I can't give you all my secrets now. Never mind. Call me. Okay. <laughs> Cause I agree with you that, uh, you know, I think the interaction show, would be great. And I think that we, you know, have incredible feats that push the limits of human potential and create jaw dropping moments. I'm all for that. You know, don't not spend a lot of money on travel. I'm going to cut down on the travel a little bit. Okay. That's all I'm going to say right now. You know, email me, chewing the fat and uh, we'll figure it out. All right. More congratulations are in order. I mean, today is like another congratulations day here on chewing the fat. Time Magazine has released its 100 Most Influential People. And uh, boy, congratulations to all of these people under the artists category, the innovators, the titans, the leaders, the icons, and the pioneers. And man, there's uh, some big names on this list uh, that you would be, you know, that you know about. Then, uh, you know, you look at the titans, and who's the first person that comes to mind when you think of, innovators, titans, leaders, icons. The first person that comes to mind, just off the top of your head, just go ahead and say it, Elon. That's right, Elon Musk. Is he in the Time Magazine 100 Most Influential People? <laughs> nope. So I'm supposed to believe that these people are the top 100? Okay, I got you. No problem. I mean... The innovators we have are Zendaya, 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 Michelle Zahner, Svigil Musavi, uh, Tekia Wakati. No, that's not right. It's 
Takawatati. Dema, no, don't. Amorphophallus. Pretty sure no one's named that here. Uh, Demna, uh, Francis Kitty, Miranda Lambert, Timet Gibru, David Velez, Derek Palmer and Chris Smalls, Mike Cannon Brooks, Michael Schatz, Karen Miga, is it Miga? M-I-G-A, Ivan Eichler and Adam Philippi, Josh Wardle and Bella Baharja. Bella Bajaria. Yeah, B-A-J-A-R-I-A. All, I'm sure, huge innovators. No Elon Musk there. Titans. Okay, well, we'll put them under Titans then. Tim Cook, Chris Jenner, Megan Rapinoe, and Beggy Sarabram, and Alex Morgan. Yeah, you think of those three when you think of Titans. Oprah Winfrey, I'll give you that. Andy Jassy, yeah. Elizabeth Alexander, Christine Lagarde, Sally Rooney, David Zaslov, uh, Michelle Yeoh, Huang Dong Hayek, Got, don't call me that again. Guadam Adani and Sam Bankman Fried. Those are who you think of under Titans. Of course, uh, there's no Elon Musk in any of those names. Really weird. All right, let's go. You know what? They put them in leaders. They put them under leaders, right? Of course they did. Of course they did. Leaders. Mia Motley, Ursula von der Leyen, Olaf Scholz, Christian Cinema, Lynn Fitch, Vladimir Zelensky, Ron DeSantis, Samaya Suhul Hassan, Gabriel Boric, Umar Atabendili, Kenyari Brown Jackson, Joe Biden, Kevin McCarthy, Karan Perez, Sun Shulan, Joe Rogan, under leaders, Yun Suk Yul, <laughs> stop, it's Yun Suk, S, right, S-U-K, <laughs> Just stop. Karuna Nunde, Latina James, Xi Jinping, Vladimir Putin, Abi Yamahad, Valerie Zuzesi, Valerie Zaluzki, Z A L U Z H N Y Y. Amorphophallus. I don't think that's the way that you pronounce it. But still, under leaders, no Elon. Okay, well, then he's under icons. Of course he is. He's under icons, then, right? Mary J. Blige, Raphael Nadal, Hoda Kamash, Dmitry Muratov, Maya Lin, Issa Rae, John Baptiste, Keanu Reeves, Nadine Smith, Adele, Peng Shui. Nope, no Elon Musk. Oh, you know what? He's probably under Pioneers then. Yes, Pioneers. That's what it is. Candace Parker, Emily Oster, Mason Darwash, Anwar Bruni, Francis Hargren, Valerie Massa, Delmont Panoza, Emmett Schelling, Amir Questlove Thompson, Eileen Gu, who I just saw at the one uh, fashion show uh, for Louis Vuitton for the women's spring summer line. <laughs> she looked really good. The whole spring summer line was, uh, I mean, Louis Vuitton. Anyway, uh, I am fashion. Hello. Uh, Christina Velario Vasquez, Anna Christine Gonzalez Velez, Sonia Guajara, Tulio de Olivier, Shikula Moya, Gregory L. Robinson, Stephanie Bansell, and Non Golden. I missed Elon Musk. Is he on the cover? I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Uh, the Time Collection, 100 Most Influential People, 2022. Not Elon Musk. Now, sure, he wouldn't go under artists. Right, Similu, uh, Quinita Brunson, Jeremy Strong, Andrew Garfield, Pete Davidson, Faith Ringwald, Zoe Kravitz, Channing Tatum, Ariana DeBose, Sarah Jessica Parker, Nathan Chen, Jasmine Sullivan, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Miley Kunis, Michael R. Jackson. But there's no Elon Musk under innovators, 
under titans, under leaders, under icons. Just seems a little strange to me. Maybe it's just me. Uh, you know, I'll give you that. But when you think of titans, when you think of innovators, when you think of leaders, when you think of icons in today's world, and he's not on the list, stop it. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. Who died today? Who died today? We now know, I guess, what the cause of death was for the three Americans in the Bahamas earlier this month. Now, sure, a lot of people may have hypothesized that it was fentanyl. <laughs> oh, I don't know who that would be. Uh, someone may have hypothesized that it could have been meth. <laughs> and again, I don't know who that could have been. But uh, come to find out, according to the autopsy and toxicology reports that have been completed in the deaths of the Tennessee couple, Michael Phillips and Robbie Phillips, and the Florida resident, Vincent Shirella, uh, the medical examiner said the cause of death was carbon monoxide poisoning. No further information was released. So they died of mysterious circumstances at the Sandals Emerald Bay Resort on the island of Exuma. And they were staying in separate villas. They were found unresponsive in their rooms after seeking medical help for feeling ill the prior night. Uh, some of the tourists said that they uh, had a strong odor of insecticides. They investigated the food that they were served. So they guess it could be possible leaks from air conditioning or a water heater on the property. The investigation is still, I guess, ongoing. I'm sure the families are uh, after <laughs> uh, independent autopsies and uh, they probably want an independent investigation. So, you know, we'll see what happens as the some investigation, some of the ongoing investigations at the Sandals Resort. We'll see. I guess uh, paleontologists pathologists in, uh, in the country. Uh, and they also have sent the uh, samples to a reliable lab in the United States. I like the way that sound in a, into, they sent it to a reliable lab in the United States, making it sound like the resort on, uh, what's the Island again? Exuma Island weren't up to snuff. Huh? Imagine that. So none of the deceased showed any trauma. They showed signs of convulsions Foul play isn't as suspected. So we'll see. But as of right now, they died of carbon monoxide poisoning, according to the autopsy and toxicology reports from Exuma Island. So Michael Phillips, Robbie Phillips, and Vincent Shirella rest in peace. 
Also, uh, rest in peace to the New York City public pay telephone. (laughs) I may have to even cry on this. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this one. Uh, The two phones that were left on 7th Avenue and 50th Street in Midtown Manhattan. (laughs) Uh, You know the ones, the last two pay phones in New York that had graffiti all over them? Yeah, uh, they, they were torn down. There's no more payphones in New York City. I know, it's so sad. Now, the city began removing payphones in 2015 and replacing them with public Wi-Fi hotspots. But uh, they got slowed down, of course. Uh, They couldn't do it on time. And the process took longer than originally planned. Did it? Well, yes, Jeff, it sure did. We started this back uh, in 2015 to get rid of these public payphones. We've had enough of them. We want to get these Wi-Fi hotspots up. They link NYC, and uh, we're going to expand it to add 5G functionality this summer. Oh, okay. Now, in addition to free Wi-Fi, links NYC provides access to social services directory, device charging, free phone calls within the U.S., and transit along with weather alerts. Oh, that's so special. So goodbye to the payphone. Man, remember, whew, man, uh, I, I, I remember payphones. Uh, you know, sadly, I remember all the payphones and the banks of payphones that used to be available. So the city has now removed uh, well, thousands of payphones. I mean, in 2014, there were more than 6,000 active public pay telephones on city sidewalks. Wow. <laughs> and now... No more. So the public pay telephone in New York City and probably soon in every city around America, the public pay telephone will be gone. Rest in peace, public pay telephones. I mean, I still see one from time to time. There's one I see at a Sam's Club out by the gas station. The the gas pumps are away from the store and when you're pumping your gas in the lines there next to the little building where the guy stands and makes sure everybody's pumping their gas properly uh there's a payphone there at least there was the last time i was at that particular sam's club that's the only one i see i haven't seen a, an actual payphone in a long time and because uh, i don't know normally i don't frequent that particular Sam's Club. But I always wanted a phone booth, and now it's going to be even harder to find one. I know, it's just one of those things I've always wanted was an actual phone booth. Not the Doctor Who phone booth. Not the TARDIS! I got the whole Doctor Who phone booth. But I just want a regular, you know, phone booth. I think they're kind of cool. That's just me, I know. All right, so then I had this sent to me. As long as we're in the Who Died Today segment, uh, I had this sent to me. And they were thinking about who died today. And I thought, well, you know what? I can see why. So I'll share it. It's an obituary printed in the London Times. And it may have been you know, printed in other places. But what was sent to me was this obituary printed in the London Times. Posted by an Ian Armstrong. Today, we mourn the passing of a beloved old friend, Common Sense. Who's been with us for many years. No one knows for sure how old he was, since his birth records were long ago lost in bureaucratic red tape. He will be remembered as having cultivated such valuable lessons as knowing when to come in out of the rain, why the early bird gets the worm, life isn't always fair, and maybe it was my fault. 
Common sense lived by simple, sound financial policies. Don't spend more than you can earn. And reliable strategies, adults, not children, are in charge. His health began to, de to deteriorate rapidly when well-intentioned but overbearing regulations were set in place. Reports of a six-year-old boy charged with sexual harassment for kissing a classmate, teen suspended from school for using mouthwash after lunch, and a teacher fired for reprimanding an unruly student only worsened his condition. Common sense lost ground when parents attacked teachers for doing the job that they themselves had failed to do in disciplining their unruly children. It declined even further when schools were required to get parental consent to administer sun lotion or an aspirin to a student, but could not inform parents when a student became pregnant or wanted to have an abortion. Common sense lost the will to live as the churches became businesses and criminals received better treatment than their victims. Common sense took a beating when you couldn't defend yourself from a burglar in your own home and the burglar could sue you for assault. Common sense finally gave up the will to live after a woman failed to realize that a steaming cup of coffee was hot. She spilled a little in her, in her lap and was promptly awarded a huge settlement. Common sense was preceded in death by his parents, truth and trust, by his wife, discretion, by his daughter, responsibility, and his son, reason. He is survived by his four stepbrothers. I know my rights. I want it now. Someone else is to blame. I'm a victim. Not many attended his funeral because so few realized he was gone. If you still remember him, pass this on. If not, join the majority and do nothing. Common sense. Dead in the year 2022. <laughs> I guess that wraps up who died today. Yeah, may as well wrap up chewing the fat as well. Thanks for listening. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.